Welcome to another episode of Chat with Dan. This is your host, the one and only Dan here. Well, we have season 12 now. So, hope you like this episode. Before we start this episode, I want to thank you so much for having the chance to check check this one out. If it is your birthday, happy birthday. Keep having an amazing rest of the day or evening, depending when you are. And again, thank you so much for supporting this platform. Hope you like the amazing guests that I interviewed for this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, follow, share with your friends, family, and show is about to start. See you in the next one. There you go. Hi again. Oh, it did it again. I don't know why every time this connects the headphones. Well, here let, we are. let me tell you that those headphones are look awesome. So, thank you. So, first episode of the year. It is so cool ah. uh, to have some to have such yeah to have such talented, amazing. I can go all day, as, as I said before. Um, badass person of you here. I mean, as I said, this is the first episode of the year, and what better way to start with someone as you, right? Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate your kind words and you asking me on your show. Yeah, and and what can I say? I mean, it is it, it is super epic. And as I said before, let's make. I mean, it's yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love doing this. And uh, thanks and, so much. Yeah, I'm grateful. And to I'm be super here excited. So let's get started. So welcome to the show. It is so amazing to have you here. Now, before we start, I have to give you a proper welcome. So if you have seen some of my episodes before, you know exactly what I'm about to do. It's kind of a tradition now here. So let me show you. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Love you. you know, at some point we're, we're gonna have live audience. I'm still working on it. We're, we're, we're gonna have like live audience. So fun. So Amazing. starting with everything here, tell me how you're singing, acting, and that's where you started. So it started when I was very young. I've always had an interest in musicals and theater and I always loved movie magic and when I was in fourth grade I got to be in a musical at a local high school hmm. and then after the musical ended I really didn't want the experience to be over and I remember you know a lot of kids tried out for the part I got and I thought everyone should get to do this it was so fun so I choreographed the musical to yes. Sandra Boynton's book, Philadelphia Chickens. And then yes. my mom helped me organize everything and we put on a musical in my backyard. And I've never stopped. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. And you know, it is so interesting um, that either with music or acting though, or like whatever, that it, that, it, that it just takes like one second to just be like, you know, like to everything suddenly click and be like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Every time I'm part of a production, getting to work with other artists feels like home. So I totally. definitely understand that. Totally. Sense. Totally. Wow. Wow. Now, a little bit of a background here. So you attend Kettering Fairman High School from 2011 to 2015, where you were a member of the award winning acapella group 11th Hour. That's badass. <laughs> Uh, who opened for the Pentatonics at, at James S. Strand Arena in 2013. You earned a local award for your role as uh, Jingy and the Sugar Plum Fair in Kettering Fairman's production of Shrek the Musical. That's, 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 that's really cool. Oh, my family and I were actually just talking about that last night. We can't remember whether I got the award as Jingy and Shrek or as Smitty 
and how to succeed in business without really trying. So we can't figure out which one it was, but one of the two, they had local high okay. school okay. awards. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thanks. Now, uh, I'm, I'm thinking in the comments, Dan, can you send a greeting to my awesome squad, the Paw Patrols? For sure. Uh, a, huge, a huge shout out to this to this awesome squad, the Paw Patrols. The name is even, even more epic. So huge shout out to you guys. Um, so... So, so basically, at the age of nine, you haven't stopped performing, right? So you're best known for your for your debut album, Underground. So let's talk about that and tell me, like, where the inspiration to create that album came from. Sure. So the songs on that album were written over a very widespread of time. Okay. Someday dates back to high school. I produced that on GarageBand myself and then put it out on SoundCloud. Um, Distances was probably the song that sparked the album, though, mm. because I wrote that my second year of college after returning from a trip in France. And I dated a guy for four months and we went through a breakup and I wrote this really dramatic song that ended up uh. getting me my record deal. And so distances kind of set the tone for the album and um, the rest of it was really just inspired by what happened to me in college and my perspective of, on my own growth as I went through my okay. young adulthood. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Now, I, I think all the songs Hi. are amazing. I mean, I, I love them. I basically listen like all of them. But like, tell me, like, what are some of your favorite ones? So some of my favorites, and thank you for saying that. You're so kind. I appreciate the support. Oh my gosh, everyone's on here. Rena Vora's on here. Tyler's on here. Thanks so much, everyone. Oh, some of my favorite songs on Undergrad would be I'm the One. Uh, I remember when Peanut, uh, Ronald Frost, is the Grammy-nominated producer who worked on that, and he sent it to me. I was in New York and I remember walking around all day just listening to it being like, oh my gosh, like this is such a bop. Like I didn't even know it could sound this good. Yeah. Um, just really being amazed at his work with it. And then also the song Someday is amazing to me because like I said, I wrote it in high school and lyrically it's talking about you know, I'm going to keep this positive mindset because things are going to get better and I'm going to keep yeah doing what I need to to put myself in a good spot and the song keeps manifesting itself you know like I got to do it in an even better version with producers who are professionals and adults with families and who believed in me and it really helped me believe in myself and then I got to make a music video for that song with the little girl I nanny and with another woman who's an artist and Um, her name's Katora Tatum. She runs Kadash Aroma's candle company, and she's fantastic. And she's been a huge believer in me and terrific friend. So having them be in the music video for a song that's talking about how my life is going to keep getting better just okay. felt like a dream come true. It was like, oh, this little girl who I see myself in, you know, the girl I nanny, wants to be a singer and performer. And then a really good friend who helped me get to this point. It felt so poetic to have them included in the video. So that song's really special. Um, one more that I really love. Yeah, yeah. It, it's called In My Own World. And Dre Manuel produced that one, Andre. And mm -hmm. it 
features Jeremiah Lewis, who's a Dayton local artist. And I just felt super honored that like someone who's so popular in the area would want to be on my song. And then I got to sing it in Columbus and it was like so cool to hear people out in a club listening to Dayton local artists. And I just felt so proud. Oh yeah, that is so cool. And you know, it is so interesting, especially with music that that basically you can like like yeah especially with music the fact that you can that you can get inspired and create something yeah something beautiful for for a moment that maybe that wasn't that beautiful you know what i mean or maybe that at that moment it wasn't that cool for you but you managed to create something that for people whenever they hear it they can either do relate to or they like it or they get inspired as well you know what I, that is one of the things that i do like about music about the the lyrics uh, specifically you know like what like what are the like what can you relate to you know what i mean right definitely definitely that was why distances spoke to pina originally he felt like you know a lot of people have been through heartbreaks a lot of people feel like they had a relationship that could have worked out had like one part been different mm -hmm. or you would have lived in the same city or something and yeah. relatability is so important So music helps us communicate. I love it. And which song took you the most to develop? Uh, distances. Yeah, like I was saying, um, I, I said relatability is the most important. And I guess it's not the most important. I just felt it can be important in the human experience. And so distances took a really long time because Peanut really pulled a vulnerability out of me and my voice with that song. And we worked okay. a lot on opening up and what the song meant to me. Uh, for that recording, we actually stayed in a barn in Ohio somewhere. A woman named Paula owned it and it had this recording studio out in the barn. Yeah. And we spent like all night doing multiple takes. And finally there was one take where I cried Uh, and that's the one he used for the song. Wow. So, yeah, a lot went into that. We had a lot of good conversations getting to know each other and it, it really set the foundation for our professional relationship and how we built the album. Mm, okay, okay. And then End Time came. So tell me also about that album and how long it took, it took you to make it after undergrad. Yeah, so... It took a little while. Like I said, undergrad is kind of about my college experience. So I was still in college and I graduated in May of 2020. And it, you know, I had a lot going on. It was a very busy time yeah. for me. I was doing movies for the first time. I was finishing my degree. I had a social life. I was in organizations. Uh, and then You know, when school ended and I was at home in a pandemic, I was like, what, like, what am I doing? Mm. I want to be making music and sharing music still. So uh, I had some songs I had worked on in the meantime with Dre and we pulled a collection and put Enzyme together. Okay. Okay. Now, for more, now, also the same thing here, all of the songs are amazing. But one of them got my attention, which was Holly Weird. So tell me how you came up with the idea to create that song and the lyrics as well. Sure. So I got the idea for the song Holly Weird when I 
arrived on set to make the movie Moon Dance.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sitting with friends at dinner, and we were just talking about pop culture things. And I just was thinking about different stars I knew.、Um, for example, specifically, like I had heard that. Avicii, before he passed, had told people that he didn't want to go on his last tour, that he、yeah. was tired or not feeling up to it, and that really stuck with me. You know that somebody verbally said, "Hey, I don't want this," and then kind of just went into it, and you know, it's so sad. It's really too bad. And I was thinking about other people I know that are mentioned in the media all the time, and you find out. Things they feel that are not discussed regularly, and it's like, man, I really would hope that people feel good about themselves. And、uh, I felt inspired to write Holly Weird because there's a lot of personas and a lot of tailored images presented to us,、yeah. and when we understand that everyone's people and. We look at the partying, and we recognize the crazy highs as kind of like self-medication, and、mm-hmm. um, we see what's really going on, and we take care of each other. You know, we can have happy stories. And I ended up getting、um, asked to play Troy in Eviscerate Me. I auditioned and got the role, and that movie. I play a content creator who goes off the deep end. So、mm-hmm. I felt inspired to release Holly Weird on Enzyme after I got this role because it was really validating about like, okay, this is a story that is being repeated.、Mm-hmm. Multiple people are following this path of really struggling with, you know, the intense.、Uh, Amount of time we spend online, the intense、yeah. uh, spectatorship, and so I released Holly Weird on Enzyme as a sort of foreshadowing for my role in Eviscerate Me, and also to just, I guess, remind myself, like, okay, we can we can take care of each other. It's kind of a satirical song, almost. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I can tell that. <laughs> but but it is it is so interesting, right? That that like especially like a, yeah, like a, like in Hollywood and everything that that sometimes I mean we we do have heard before that actors or 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 even like musicians or something that they just don't want to do it anymore and they keep pushing them to do it and you can tell that they just feel that they don't want it anymore. You know, you can you can tell by their by their expressions by. Their gestures and everything like that, that they're just being forced to do this, and at the same time, we understand that that yeah, it's a job, you know, and、uh, and they need, and yeah, sometimes you need the money, and that's fine, but、um, but yeah, I, I do believe that some that that sometimes that I mean that we the audience we sometimes forget that that musicians and actors, I mean you guys, are humans too, you know, and that and that and that regardless of.、Uh, Uh, of of the songs you will create or the movies you have been to, you deserve time too to just kind of get away from everything, kind of kind of、uh, regroup and maybe assemble something new, or just to be out for a while so you can、uh, come up fresh. Because I do believe that you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over for 
couple of years at some point it's going to get frustrating or it's going to lose like that essence that make you want to do it in the first place you know definitely like in any career path just mm. maintaining balance in your life so that you can you know have room like you said to develop new ideas or to take care of yourself or your family or enjoy just being a person you know yeah <laughs> it's that's life right so like you said it's it is a job and making music doesn't have to be the job but like touring is intense and any form of any form of labor that you're doing repeatedly like you said for years and years can become exhausting and it's great that we're using tools like social media to increase transparency and communicate you know feelings and emotions about what's happening and like especially with a pandemic going on like just maintaining space for mental health care and like mm-hmm, what people mm-hmm. are feeling run down yeah absolutely absolutely yeah, and, yeah. yeah and, and, and like especially during like the whole pandemic i mean that frustration that you were locked i mean even even though that yeah that that you were locked in your house which is which is really cool but then at some point you need to get distracted with something else you know like go out for a little bit to to so you can get new ideas so or like uh the i was reading that there were like kind of, like a kind of techniques to do in the pandemic for example that for every time you feel stressed try to move things you know try to put like for example in your room put your bed into other place like move the furniture here and there to make it new somehow you know like to make your mind to stimulate your mind to be like okay this is this is a new setup that's cool but uh yeah. Yeah, it is so cool actually that uh doing like like yeah like this whole uh crazy times uh social media has also been more um transparent with basically everything here you know especially with mental health as you just mentioned so yeah i'm glad that we're talking about that in this chat absolutely that's what we're all about here we just talk yeah that's what we're all about here and so last year you created your own first self-produced single called spaghetti and wine so, i mean like how you came up with the title and the song sure so for this song as you said uh it's one of my first that i produced entirely by myself and i mixed and mastered it by myself so that was very new for me and the title and the lyrics came after the beat. So this was when I actually okay. made the beat on GarageBand and then later moved it to Logic, learned more about Logic um from Dre and Peanut and tailored the vocals a lot. Then uh the title came at the end because when I write music a lot of times I'm like picturing some sort of scenario in my mind mm. in this song I'm dancing in the kitchen wearing socks and making pasta and having fun and listening to music and yeah. it's like a dinner party at home by myself or with two mm-hmm. and so it was just spaghetti and wine you know that's what the song's about you know you make a pot of pasta it's really easy you pour a bottle of wine you just have a good time by yourself or with a friend and it's an easy party <laughs> I love it I Thanks. love it Yeah, it. it was just simple and fun to the point. Just yeah. wanted to try doing it on my own and I had worked on that beat for a while and it just developed slowly over time and finally I felt like it was groovy and ready to share 
Okay, okay. Now let me tell you that it was amazing what you did. I mean, if someone would ask me what do I think about that song, I would only say this. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Simple as that. Simple as that. Um, yeah, I love it. And then in July of yeah of last year, came In Flight. So tell mm -hmm. me, I mean, yeah, the 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 song. I mean, basically all of the songs that you do are amazing. I love each each and every one of them. But but tell me like a little bit more about that song. And and, and I noticed also that that song, the genre and the beat, it's kind of a little bit different from the ones that you that you had before. Yeah. So I do really enjoy electronic music, and I okay. can't put as much out just because. Uh, the people I was working with were R&B and pop producers and mm. the songs I was writing weren't electronic songs, you know. Um, In Flight was another one like Spaghetti and Wine where I made the beat and then wrote the song afterward. So I had crafted the beat uh i think this was another one i did it on garage band and then later transferred over to logic so like i've been trying to make beats and messing around with it for a long time and then just recently have felt comfortable okay. putting out my work and calling myself a producer um but in flight was actually ready when we were releasing undergrad mm. and then we just decided uh like you said it didn't quite have the same sound so mm -hmm. we held off and later uh you know i shared with dre like i really do enjoy electronic music i like writing all different kinds i don't mind having a very diverse genre of music under my name so we decided to release that and he said i could put it out under my independent label, which is really exciting. He's been super supportive. Yeah, it's been so cool. Everyone in the Dayton music community is so supportive of independent artists and artist growth. I couldn't be luckier. Um, so anyway, yeah, In Flight, I think I wrote the lyrics on the plane like later, but the beat was really fun to make and it was a song that was just waiting to come out and we put it mm. out. <laughs> I love it. I love it, and same thing here. If someone, if someone would ask me what do I think about that song, that song thank you, thank but yeah, you. But yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it a lot. It, yeah, it got my attention that that basically it was that the beat, that everything, it was a little bit more uh, electronic, which is cool. I mean, I do love it too. Um, uh, I'm also uh, I'm a DJ as well, so I do I do love yeah I do love mixing, and uh, uh, it basically more as a, like my own thing you know i mean i do love to perform but since it's been a while that i don't perform it's more like uh like my, like whenever i feel stressed or whenever i feel yeah whenever i, I feel something i just go to turntables and create a mixtape or create like a one hour session or two and be like okay i'm done but yeah, uh, cool. yeah yeah and and as i mentioned here i mean what i what i do love about your music is the fact that we have so many things you know i mean we don't we don't have like one specific genre here. i mean we have we have plenty and at the same time you know those plenty we have like ev like every song is something different you know that for example summertime summertime for uh for for some artists or for or for some, uh, for some uh, musicians the songs can get repetitive at some point 
but with yours the thing that i like is that every new song is fresh you know it's like i'm listening it something totally out of nowhere and that is something that i do appreciate so thank you yeah i definitely have fun exploring yeah and one of my favorite parts of making music is just seeing what happens when you collaborate and when you try things like i guess going back to an earlier point one of my favorite songs is uh i'm the one mm. because i was just so in awe of what peanut had done with what i gave him and like it was nothing like what i imagined in my head originally yet it was a million times better like that it's yeah. not disappointing it's always exciting and fresh like you mentioned love it i love it and how could you this and how would you describe your music i would say it is alive <laughs> i very much like to be in the moment with it and like uh I mean obviously I haven't watched my sets live. I watched my live sets recorded later. Yeah. Um but you know, I've had people say they didn't even recognize the song I did because it's so different from what is on the album and I like that because you know, then the experience you had live is once in a lifetime. It's never going to sound that way for someone else later. I mean, obviously if I'm doing a tour, I'm going to perform and set a certain way. It's going to be consistently. Um, but for pop-up shows and for casual acoustic sets, it's so fun to just feel the music, live in the song, see what it can be um alive. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. love that that's amazing and like what aspect I mean like what do you like the most I mean like like your number one thing when you were on the making uh to create something Oh Hmm what do I like most about creating music is probably like we like we just said you know seeing what happens and mm-hmm. allowing myself to be surprised by myself and yeah. allowing myself to be surprised by other people and it's so beautiful after i've made a song to later hear how it did touch someone you know like i do feel relatability is a beautiful part of the human experience i don't think it's yeah. essential i don't necessarily think it's the goal i do think when you have it it's really magical and it's really special. Totally. Totally. I love that. And if you could describe your career <laughs> at the moment of course, but on a movie, TV show, book or play, why not? What would be the title of it? So, I did love this question. I love it so much. I uh oh man, I've been thinking about what I would call my life. I feel like I've been asked this and I've been Um I'm so glad you're asking me cuz you know now that I've been thinking about it I do feel like I have a good title. I would call it How to Live a Life because the, right now I've been working a lot on what I want my day to day to look like, what are my goals in my life, okay. how do I get there? Mm. Um how do you live in line with your values? You know, like I love making music and art. I want 
my music and art to represent what I mm. care about and to help um, help create a better future for everyone, you know? Yeah, okay. I like that, fair enough. And if you could describe your career as well, but now, on the drink, which one would you choose? Yeah, I think, oh man, if my career could be a drink, it would probably be some sort of single source, like fair trade, pour over, homemade coffee. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that I've been so spoiled by being a part of the Dayton community and now by extension the Columbus community because um, I stayed there after graduating from Ohio State. I just feel so lucky because everyone there has put so much time and so many resources into my music and art and I'm really lucky, you know, like I feel like I still talk to people I knew in fourth grade. Like I talk to the people who were in that musical that I mm. did in my backyard. Yeah. I like the producers I'm working with worked with me because they believe in me and they like my music. And I get to work with other artists in my community now because mm. those people gave me a platform. And it's like okay. I want to give credit where it's due. I I'm so grateful for where I came from and everyone who's been part of the process and I feel like it's very open and it's like grassroots, you know? I feel like I'm Dayton. I'm not from Dayton originally. I was actually born in Michigan and moved military. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad is Air Force, but I feel like I'm, I'm Dayton, born and raised essentially now. Like I just feel so supported and loved by that community. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thanks. And like my last question here is, like, what motivates you? I mean, we all, we all have, yeah, we all have doses in which we just don't want to do anymore, you know, which we feel that we are, I mean, that we are a failure, you know, that we are not not in the place that we would like to be, that we just want to quit everything, that we we will compare we will compare our careers with somebody else we knew and be like, you know, like what the fuck, you know, like like all of that stuff, like what make you. Yeah, like what make you out of it? This yeah, like out of out of this toxic bubble, let's say, and to continue doing what you do. Yeah, I am motivated by a better future that starts right now, you know. And I will never forget watching this documentary about social media and mm. kind of like the topic of Holly Weird, you know, the toxic bubble you're mentioning. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you know the comedian and um, the fat Jewish. Do you know them? Mm -mm. They're fantastic. And their piece, their sentiment in this documentary was essentially there's always going to be someone better and there's always going to be someone next. And you are the only person who is exactly you with your perspective and resources yeah. in this. So it's like enjoy who you are enjoy what you're doing because oh another person that I really admire is Abby Vasoulis I got to um, be in an organization with her in college and she's a journalist she's fantastic and she has in her Instagram bio comparison is the thief of joy or if she used to have it I don't know if it's still there but I just think that's such a great quote comparison is the thief of joy you mm. know like 
focus on yourself and your goals and what you can do to make your space and yourself yeah. better. Mahatma Gandhi says, be the change you want to see in the world. That type of mission, you know, that really motivates me. Because if I'm constantly thinking about what other people are doing or how I could be like other people in, in the sense of like their projects or like, mm. is my art good enough? Like I'm, I'm always going to be stuck as opposed yeah. to flowing and moving and appreciating, you know, the appreciation mindset. I'm grateful to work with other people. I'm grateful when, you know, I get noticed by you and I get to share a platform with tons of other successful artists and creators and like you've even had doctors on your show like you're doing so many cool things yeah that's so cool yeah i love that yeah. <laughs> yeah and we are and we're expanding i mean we have a lot of epic stuff coming in for this year i mean we do have episodes with doctors we're gonna have episodes with athletes we're gonna have a new thing called get fit with dan get fit nice. with dan in which basically i'm gonna be interviewing uh like yeah like in interviewing athletes and i will be challenging them in their turf you know what i mean for example a basketball player i'm going to challenge them uh for a for a one-on-one -on -one or a volleyball player soccer you know stuff like that and asking them questions of course and there's yeah there's there's a lot of stuff coming too so that is so exciting i can't wait to see what's up next yeah and and, and i mean what can i say here i mean it is epic what you do it is amazing what you do. I mean, I can't wait to see more of it. And I'm super sure that eventually you're gonna, I mean, everybody's gonna know more about your music here. I mean, you, you, you I mean, you can be sure that where I am right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that, that a lot of people listen to it because it is cool, it is fresh, it is unique. And that is one of the things that I do appreciate the most for an artist, uh, the uniqueness, you know, like, like, like they are themselves. They're putting like their selves into a song that is really cool instead of the, you know, instead of the wave that we sometimes have of the same thing over and over and over and over, the fact that you're putting emotions and feelings, that is really cool. And as I said, I can't wait to see more of it. And I'm super sure that eventually you're going to basically be rocking everywhere. I mean, Coachella, of course, you know, like uh, like like all of these ah. type of festivals. I'm super sure that's going to happen because as, I, as I've said some of some of my previous episodes, I do believe that when you are honest with what you do and you're honest by heart, good things happen eventually you know and there is and there's a right i mean of course it is going to be it is a journey in which there's going to be ups and downs but i do believe that you need those downs in order to enjoy the ups you know oh that is so beautiful yeah one of my favorite people always says you know that the dark and hard times do help you appreciate the good because totally. you know just how good it is totally totally yes yes and so yeah i mean i want to thank you so much for being here and also want to thank those who are watching i mean if you're watching this right yeah. now thanks so much or if you're watching it later through here on instagram or later on youtube or listening on spotify or apple music make sure that you're following this a talented super rockstar amazing badass person that i'm interviewing right now i mean go follow Levy right now normally what i would say is super simple so you're gonna put pause then you're gonna you know Leave a like, subscribe, follow me, but it will help me a lot. I will basically love you for that. Uh, then, since, well, we're still on holidays, who cares about being healthy? So go eat a cookie or two or three or five out of the whole box, you know? And then <laughs> once you're full and you can't move, then you're gonna grab your phone, 
and then you're gonna make sure that you're follow that 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 you're following Lee in all of the social media that you're leaving like a lot of likes, a lot of shares. I mean, let's make sure everybody knows about her right now and then thank come back. You. And again, thank you so so much for being here. As I said, it is a perfect start to start. Yeah, it's a perfect start for this year. Epic start for today. I mean, it is basically what better way to start the year with someone as talented as you. So before I let you go, I need to send you a proper so. <laughs> I don't have the sound effects and, uh, ready. <laughs> and yeah, killing it to being awesome, and I'll see you in the next one. Okay, bye, Dan. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks, everyone.